Hi everybody. Um, we have a really fun day today. Logan is going to share some really fun. I feel like we're at a party. Fun. <laughs> Hosting yeah. a coffee party. Oh, it's like a pampered chef. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But with Bowdoin products. Some really fun tools to help you make the best coffee possible. I am going to preface this saying um, that Logan... Um, <laughs> He's a if coffee he snob. had his way, yeah. he would throw away coffee after a week. Yeah. <laughs> so he does uh, really whoa, very whoa. coffee I, purist. I give it two weeks. Coffee purist, I'm yeah. going to say. <laughs> um, but really, I mean, beautiful, really fun products for us to talk about today. But mm -hmm. I just, before we start, I want you to talk a little bit about single origin and blends and what the difference is. Uh, yeah, so single origin coffee, uh, that's my favorite type of coffee. Um, it's just one coffee from one region or farm or f yeah, one region from one farm. Okay. Um, and it basically like, it has a very interesting taste that can either be good or bad. Um, <laughs> most times it's good cause we buy the best coffee, hmm. but, uh, so it has a specific profile. Yeah. We usually yeah. do a, so the soil helps determine it. Yeah. Well, remember we went to Costa Rica a few years ago and we tried coffee that was like, this coffee was at this farm. This coffee is like a mile down the road. And they tasted so, so, so different. And you'd think they, you know, pretty similar soil. They taste similar. Well, and Not then at the all. soil can change too, right? Absolutely. Because it's nutrients and giving yeah. nutrients. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> I, what like single origins yeah. typically have a lot more acid in them. Uh, which can taste bitter to a lot of people. So my mom doesn't really like single origin coffee. I do, though. That's not true. I love Costa Ricans and stuff. I don't like Kenyans. Right. Yeah. I agree with that, too. The coffee. Yeah. So. yeah so but like, and mocha java. Well, that's, well, really that's more of a blend. That's a yeah. region. That's yeah. a blend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's they have very particular tastes, and you either like it or you don't. Yeah. Blends um, is something that's really hard to achieve a good blend because you're trying to take, like, the individual flavors of the region and combine them to get something better than the original that makes sense so <clears throat> we're trying to re achieve like a balanced flavor whereas a single origin might be too acidic but once you uh, blend it with other things you can get a balance and gain the little bit of benefit from each of the flavors. I have never so, heard that explained like that. That's So like smart. a breakfast blend or, you mm -hmm. know, you're looking for a different profile. And sometimes when coffees come in, we need to switch the profiles because that coffee that year tastes a little different. So yeah. mm -hmm. where you might use a third, a third, a third, you might have to use a half and a... I mean, I know we do everything in three bag rows, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we try to do everything in threes. Yeah. yeah, and it's weird too, because so every lot of coffee, which is 200 bags, we have to make sure that each lot is consistent and that the blend is staying consistent. Mm -hmm. And we go through 200 bags pretty fast. So we're always tasting the blends and making sure that they're right for you guys. For the right profiles. Thank right. you. And then coffee, the moisture content, depending on that when it comes in. So there's a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Logan has a really fun area. It's got like a, um, a little oven. <laughs> you make it sound like he has an easy bake oven. Easy yeah, not quite, yeah. Um, so that you can like test moisture and make sure that the coffee we're getting in is fresh. Basically, yeah. it's like a scientist lab, right? Like he has yeah. like things that test moisture and, you know, a little oven. <laughs> yeah, one of the most important. So the first brewing method I'm going to show you guys is what I do. Um, it's actually what we use for cupping and it's how I test everything. And it's literally just a cup. 
So the coffee goes in. Is that why they call it cupping? (laughs) (laughs) It literally goes in here and gets ground. And then I put water in Mm -hmm. and let it sit for, you know, three or five minutes or however long it needs to sit. And then I scrape the coffee off the top. The coffee grounds. Yeah, Yeah, the grounds. Mm -hmm. And this is basically what I use most of the time. That's what most roasters do, I think. Yeah, pretty much every roaster. In a a real cupping, you'll have five different... Um, cups, cups of the same coffee. Of the same coffee, because yep. just in case you got one defect bean or something, because that can alter that one cup, but maybe it's just was one bean. So it's yeah. kind of like an average to see. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't drink it, they slurp it. Yeah. We will. Do you want to talk about our coffee tasting? Oh that we my did, gosh. Patty, our official coffee we, tasting. We've done a couple coffee tastings, and it's. No, we did a coffee cupping. We went yeah. at a thing to That's a coffee true. cupping. That's true. And we are, we are, uh, we laugh a lot, I'm just going to say. So everybody was extremely serious about yes. this. Yes, yes. And so Slurping they made me silence. go first. So you yeah. have to take the grounds away and then you're supposed to, like, soup, just slurp it in. <laughs> you have to, I like, have suck to, the coffee so it touches your whole And tongue. so yeah. I did that, but it acts, I don't know, it went up my nose <laughs> or something. So we're cracking up, dying, thinking we're going to get kicked out, quite yeah. honestly, because now we're just all... We're in a room of very serious coffee But it was actually, we made the point of it, that yeah. you should be, it should be like a wine tasting when you coffee do a coffee tasting. It shouldn't be like so serious and pretentious and, you know, you think about wine tasting, you've got pairings. Right. And so we actually were the point that you should do it like us. Right, and that, like, some people, like, I might taste sour, but you might taste something else, Yeah, you know? it's subjective. Just, Absolutely. like, a smell subjective, taste is subjective. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know what um, a Kenya or a bright acidic coffee should taste like, so I can do it in tastings. Right. I just, that's not what I prefer. Agreed. <laughs> just like wine. Yeah. I know what a dry wine tastes like, but I surely don't want to drink it. <laughs> She's more of a port, you know, port wine, dessert wine kind of girl. I like a fruity, and so am I, yeah. fruity wine. Yes. My, I mean, the sweeter, the better. Wine. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, go ahead, Logan. So uh, the next two methods I'm going to show you, these are actually Japanese brewing methods Mm -hmm. that uh, are much more popular in the United States now. Um, When I started working in the store, I was 18, I think. So (laughs) over 10 years ago now is when I got introduced to this kind of stuff. So ladies, 28. Um, We're going to flash his phone number at the bottom of the screen. (laughs) This one right here is called the Hario V60, and you'd put a paper filter and grounds in there. Then this one is called a Kalita Wave. Um, It's the same kind of thing. It has a special little filter. Then we actually pour water using one of these gooseneck kettles. And the reason we use these is because you can place the water exactly where the grounds need to be saturated. And you swirl it, right? That's why that's important. And you swirl it around, yeah. So okay. this is like a machine just kind of sprays water wherever. This gives you a lot more control. It'll give you a more even extraction. And it's kind of like a ritual of brewing coffee in the morning, you know? Like you wake up, it's kind of like a morning ritual to get yourself going, which well, is what I like about and it. And I remember, because Logan came to me and he said, I, I'm going to make you a cup of coffee, and it's Jamaican. I'm like, Jamaican can't be any better. So it mm-hmm. just is, it's the perfect coffee. And yeah. he made it in a manual brewing method, and it was better. 
It was yeah. amazing how much better, quite honestly. Do you think it's because the water, like, really soaks the beans all the way? Is yeah, that, I think it's know? just the precision of it and the even extraction yeah. of it. Because, you, I mean, you figure probably better coffee machines make better because yeah. that, yeah. that's a yeah. lot of the... But these are really um, kind of air-proof. Like, I know when we did these in our stores and taught them to <clears> baristas, they were... Less, they were more forgiving. Yeah, so I, I would say the Hario is actually kind of a difficult one to use because it's got this giant hole at the bottom, so you have to be pretty precise about where you're putting water. But we used to use these in the store. These are called Kalita Waves. It's actually got like a flat bottom with three little holes, so it kind of makes it, it uh, a little bit easier to use. A little bit more use. airproof. So these are really good. They're not that expensive. Would um, you sit this on the top of a cup and like pour? Yeah, yeah. Into you it? just put it on a cup, or like this would have a scale on it, so you can measure how much water and okay. everything is going through it. Mm -hmm. um, these are my favorite brewing methods. Uh, and you just use boiling water to to yeah. do that, and a paper filter in both of them. Yep, they both get different styles of paper filter. Um, if you haven't tried one of these, I would find a store by you that does this kind of stuff because they're really interesting um definitely artesian right yeah it's yeah. definitely more expensive and it takes and some time I think to, but to your point too you know like you go back to ethiopian and the origins of coffee and it is such a, a ritual and hi oh my gosh are you coming in here are you yeah. i don't think you can get through the door um <laughs> i know you guys can't see this because it's off camera but there is a giant hot cup that is over. about to knock over our camera <laughs> so this is joe hot cup yeah apparently joe hot cup needed attention <laughs> So that is our eight foot tall mascot, Joe Hot Cup. He's also an inflatable costume. He is a model, and an actor, and a songwriter, a songwriter, singer. And the person who wears him loves a lot of attention. That person was on our live two weeks ago. That was name is Kevin. Can't imagine. Yeah. Can't imagine <laughs> oh, I just said it. It's Kevin. Yeah. Oh, hey. Okay. Well, back to the regular schedule program. You thought we were bad. Yeah. Oh. Crystal knew who it was. Oh yeah. Oh, Janelle, can't wait to see how this works. You can only guess who this is. Apparently, yes. we needed some livening up, so you know. <laughs> Okay, uh, some other interesting brewing methods I have here. This one, uh, this is actually used to make Turkish coffee. Uh, it's kind of cool. They actually have like a hotbed of sand, and they make the coffee in this little cup, and they put it on the hot sand and let it boil. I personally don't like it. I think boiling coffee is a horrible thing to do well, for extraction. Well, they use really fine coffee, like, like powder yeah, coffee. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not a huge fan of these, but... Some people love it. Yeah. Especially I mean, if, it, if it's how you grew up and what you... I yeah. Mean, you find yeah. that a lot. People, Some people like really bad yeah. coffee because that's just, to them, what coffee tastes like. Yeah. I, I think a lot of it goes back to the ritual of the whole thing, too. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, it's a ritual to go and sit down with your friends and get something like that. It is on my bucket list to go to Ethiopia and do that in someone's home where they actually they you know yeah. cook really the coffee roast too. the coffee you know, yeah it's got a nice thick bottom to it so do they you know i don't know if you know this or not but do they do they drink the grind the grounds with it too no 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 they boil it so hot that the liquid comes up and then they just pour a little bit out at a time getting the liquid out i've never tried it so i will 
try it before I knock it. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't well, it sound like it would be in my flavor profile. I'm gonna say yeah, it's right. it's one of the one oldest of ways. Yeah. Beginnings yeah. Of, yeah, for sure. And even in Ethiopia, but I heard the coffee is really good. It doesn't yeah. look great, but yeah. then it's like you serve the eldest male first, and there's yeah. just a lot of like a traditional ritual. ritual yeah. There's it, also like they put cool. like uh, cardamom and milk and all sorts of stuff that in it, so it's not just coffee. Yeah, that sounds more like chai, and that sounds like something I would like. Yeah. Um, the next brewing method, everyone's probably seen one of these. This is a French press. Uh, these are really great. I love French presses. They're simple and easy to use. And great for traveling. Yeah, great for traveling, and um, it's pretty hard to mess it up. So, but show us how to do it, because not everybody knows. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So basically, you would just uh, weigh out your coffee. It goes in. Coarse ground. Yep, very coarse ground. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd put the boiling water in. And then you just put the lid back on and let it sit for about four minutes. Um, it really depends, though, how the coffee's yeah, ground. Yeah, but that plunger, then you put the plunger down. Well, after four minutes, yeah. So yeah. Then you slowly yeah. plunge it and push all the grounds to the bottom. So that you've got the coffee coming Yes. And yeah. then all your coffee grounds are kind of here in this little bottom area. I've never used a French press. Well, I I haven't either, and it's funny though, but I've always heard that it tastes so it much looks better. Super cool though. because it doesn't have a paper filter, and so because the paper filter would like absorb the flavor oils that you might have in the coffee mm -hmm. that you know you're uh, getting that in your French press. Do you find that? I think true? it's different. I don't think mm -hmm. it's necessarily better or okay. worse than anything else. Okay. Um, but it does impart a different flavor. Okay. So would it be better to do with? Because not all these are really. Um, applicable to some of our flavored coffee. Yeah, I wouldn't do a flavored coffee in any of these methods. Because um, it really imparts that flavor out strong, yeah. and it can that's where it can get artificial or it just be overpowering. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just not good. Yeah, I think we well, <laughs> we've tried it a lot. And cherry, and it tastes like like baby aspirin. Yeah, it was, yeah. it's rough. Yeah, um, and I also wouldn't recommend like for a French press. I wouldn't do a super acidic coffee like Ethiopian. I don't find that it's good. Some people might like that flavor, but... So, like mm -hmm. a Costa Rican Lamanita, Terrazu, Mocha Guatemalan. Guatemalan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything that's, like, a little bit darker roast um, is going to be good I'm in one of those. I'm going to try that. I'm yeah. actually... I want to... I think it just seems like a really cool thing. Okay. Even, like, to bring it out when you have gas. Oh, yeah. Or when I get breakfast in bed on the weekends, I'd like a little craft of coffee. Come to you like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Hint, hint. Joe Hot Cup. <laughs> it, it definitely takes some getting used to though because your grind size and then the amount of time uh is really important to this so it can taste bad pretty quick if you mm -hmm. don't get that stuff right and maybe if it was ground too fine like the little grinds could come back oh, up yeah i mean there's there's always a there's little always bit in there there's always a little bit yeah. um the next one i have over here is k-cup um i personally would never drink coffee out of one of them <laughs> um, but they are convenient yeah so if you're into convenience then it's a great option but i mean a little bit different about our i mean it is our actual coffee in yes. those which yeah. is different that it's not freeze-dried it's um, it's not instant coffee right. it's real so coffee, and yeah. i will say 38 percent of you do use k-cups yeah. so <laughs> thank you um, but yeah. we, we've been really honest about that on talking about before it's never going to make the, a cup of coffee like coming out of a coffee maker yep. it's mm -hmm. a very a very good k-cup sure. coffee yes but it's not it, it can't compare yeah <clears throat> and uh another another thing about all these things is if you do have a paper filter 
um, just always rinse them. It doesn't seem like it would matter, but it actually helps a lot. Like in all of these methods, I always rinse the paper filter. Uh, in your drip machines, always rinse it. It doesn't seem like it'd make a difference, but it really helps. And what does it do? Uh, it just kind of gets rid of like a papery flavor that you can taste. Well, I can taste it. Um, it gets rid of a lot of that papery we heard taste. That, that was one of the, and, like, her lower acid. Yeah, it helps. The paper, which I don't know. It helps make it a lot smoother and get rid of some of the acid. Oh, but then there's old filters and other things that you can use. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, like this has a built-in stainless steel mesh filter, mm -hmm. and you don't need to rinse those. Those are fine the way they are. So. So what are all these other lovely things? <clears throat> so this is all stuff that we just got in stock um, on our website for you guys. Um, um, so this is a gooseneck kettle. That's beautiful. If you want to really try pour overs or if you just need to boil water, these look super cool. Yeah. And then they're useful for doing like uh, the pour overs that we have by Bodum. Mm -hmm. um, so, so this is another little pour over, but it's got your filter so you don't need the paper. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Reusable. And so how do you do this? So uh, the same. You're yeah. Just pouring yeah. It you're over, just pouring just like, it right over. That's beautiful. Yeah. I really like that too. <clears throat> do you know any idea of the price on this? Oh, I would hate I to don't say. Mean to put you on the yeah, spot. no. Okay. Yeah. That is really that's beautiful. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah, and if you're doing something like that, a gooseneck kettle helps a lot to achieve. If you want to impress your friends. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ooh, look at or I'm having a little coffee. Mother's Day coffee, right? <laughs> Mother's Day coffee in bed. Make her a nice, lovely cup of coffee. Or Father's Day. Father's Day too, absolutely. Yeah. I mean it's a good presentation and a good ritual to get in in the morning. Mm -hmm. Makes your day a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got some grinders back in stock. Uh, this is a blade grinder. Just kind mm -hmm. of has a blade that whips the beans around. Mm -hmm. um, and you. So blades aren't great for consistency, but they're bad because for they're going to miss. They're they're inexpensive. So this is an entry level. It's about twenty or to thirty dollars. Or if you know need something for up north or your or your camper, I know mm -hmm. Logan's like never put it in. But yeah. um, if you need something in your college dorm room, this is going yeah. to be a good option. But it is not going to be consistent. Right, it's a great way to get freshly ground beans but you just don't get the kisses. And it's really easy to get from whole beans to fine coffee really quick. So you just have to really watch it. But I mean, I'm gonna say anything's better than getting pre-ground coffee. Pre-ground coffee, once you open it, and you know that it. oxygen yeah. is because it's ground up, it's attacking all sides of the coffee. Right. We've got some coffee makers that push out the oxygen and different things like putting it in a container but you still have oxygen yeah. in there so fresh grinding your coffee every morning yep. is, is a better going way better to be flavor. a better alternative absolutely but then this is the best alternative yeah so this grinder is a conical burr grinder mm -hmm. um it actually cuts the beans instead of just kind of smashing them around um so <laughs> i wouldn't buy anything other than a conical burr grinder they're not that much more expensive and the quality is the a lot quality better. That you get, yeah. yeah, you get a more consistent huge. grind. Like this grinder would be fine for something like a French press, but unless you're using that, I would just spend the money and get something like that. But it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but this is definitely the way to go if you're looking to really up your mornings and and grind coffee. Fresh. Spend yeah. a little bit more, especially when it's something you do every day. Yes. And if you get so much joy from it, some of these things I can really add to that experience. Absolutely. And it's this honestly 
makes more of a difference grinding your coffee before you brew it makes more of a difference than anything else really? if you just grind your coffee fresh it will taste way better than even using any of this stuff if you just start this, here so it'll make a big thing. difference if you want to up your coffee game this is the most important yeah, thing sure. to do mm. um but i think it's interesting because you know just like wines um you become a connoisseur so with coffees you know brewing them in these different methods they'll taste slightly different yeah. mm -hmm. um, but you can really hone in on what your flavor profiles and it yeah. will really enhance the straight and blends not so much the flavored i mean honestly we just don't recommend these no necessarily for yeah. no coffee. i would never run flavored coffee now if you this. like put cinnamon and spices if you flavor it yourselves these are fine good options mm -hmm. but not when you're extracting just that flavor quality yeah yeah for sure yeah Anything else to add? I think that was really informative, and mm -hmm. now I want all these things. I, I know. Have. I was just thinking, like, <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have that. <laughs> so, okay. Well, um, any ex anything exciting? Any other news we need to share? I know that Alice mm. in Coffee Land is oh my gosh. going exceptionally well. Yes, we're actually running pretty low on those too. So if you want them, I grab them now before they're gone. And if you want more, get them because yes. they are going to be gone. Yeah. But next month will be equally fabulous. I of mean, course, we're really every excited. month is equally fabulous. I just fabulous, saw the artwork. Yeah. I think for two months from now, and yeah. um, I think we're running three months ahead yes. curating boxes. So oh, it's yeah. really fun, and we appreciate all the support in that. So we can continue to do it absolutely we have a lot of fun creating those so yeah okay well have a wonderful day and thank you for joining us and i hope you learned a little bit about how to make the best cup of coffee